When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to this episode of The Pursuit of Happiness. I am your host, Ryan McGuire. Um, This is an episode that I honestly debated on doing for the last 10 days or so. Um, I've been a little quiet as far as my podcast episodes have been, uh, my postings, Um. But I know a part of doing this podcast has been being vulnerable. I'm just kind of thinking of Brene Brown here and listening to some of her podcasts and videos. Um, it's it's with a with a heavy heart that um, that I'm saying that I lost my best friend, my best furry friend, uh, Coda. She's been uh, my best friend, my dog for. 15 and a half years and um yeah this is an episode where I'm, I'm honestly anxious just even talking about this uh, I have not been great at talking about this since it's it's been 11 days um I have a really hard time talking about her in the past tense and if you hear me just honestly just going silent and talking slow, it's uh, I'm just going off the cuff here. I don't have anything written down. I just turn the mic on and, and I'm just talking. And I guess first and foremost, I just, you know, I, I know I have some listeners out there. My fan base, I guess, is kind of somewhat small these days. But I do know I have some listeners and I figured I would let you know. And um, at the same time. I don't know, like just be vulnerable and I guess part of the pursuit of happiness is there are a lot of down and low moments that we all have to go through. Um, I've been pretty fortunate in my life for the most part as far as like losing family or friends or loved ones and you know, I've only had to, I guess, grieve a, a few times in my life, and which I'm very thankful and fortunate. I'm I'm 38 to be able to say that. Um, but honestly, I just lost. I just lost uh, the the closest thing to me. Um, yeah, and I may even get emotional on this uh, episode. Um, I don't know for for those people who are listening that aren't dog lovers, they don't love their pets or animals. Then maybe you just won't understand. Um, but for those who are, you probably do understand and or are dreading 
this day coming. Uh, this is a, it's a, it's a day, it's a time that I have been dreading for quite some time. When you get a pet and you bring home a best friend, you kind of know that this comes with the territory. And, um, like I said, it's been 11 days since I've had to say goodbye. And, um, you know, I know everyone grieves differently and, um, I don't even know how to do that. (laughs) Um, I'm obviously still very much in the middle of it. When I am grieving, I feel obviously very sad and depressed. And honestly, when I'm not grieving, when I'm going back to work or walking my other dog or talking about other things, I kind of feel bad that I'm not thinking about her. Which basically tells me that I'm dealing with some guilt. Um, I honestly don't even know if I'll listen to this episode again. Um, I'm sure I'll, I'll post it. Um, list it up there for people to listen to or maybe relate to. I, I don't know. It's probably going to be a long time before I, I can listen to this. Um, but part of the reason I'm doing this too is I just kind I kind of feel like she deserves it. If you've listened to my previous episodes, you've heard me mention my dogs and especially her a few times um you know my dogs are they're my family um yeah so I'm probably bumming a lot of people out right now listening to this but I hope it's at some point and sometime this will be relatable to some people. Um, I'm actually trying to get uh, Holly Esler back on. We did the uh, episode probably about a month ago or so on the mental health. And I want to talk to her about the steps of grieving. And I knew at some point I'd be doing this. I obviously just didn't know when and certainly wasn't hoping for now. Um, but yeah, it's, um, I will say it's really important that I've found out to rely on others when you are grieving. Um, I've had a lot of people reach out, um, family. My father came down here to be with me. My mom and sister are constantly calling, texting. I've had friends come over. I've had a lot of messages on Facebook and Instagram. I'm honestly rather, I don't know if surprised or just very happy how you know, I'm seeing the positives of, of social social media um, posting the worst posts I've ever had to uh, post in my life. Um, all the outpouring and People reaching out 
with their condolences and asking if they can do anything for me. Um, that's, that's the positive part of social media is getting news out there fast. And, you know, when you surround yourself with good, good people, good friends, people who care, um, it's, that was really nice to see. So if, if there's anybody listening uh, to this that has reached out to me, I appreciate it so much. Yeah, those post posting um, that you lost your best friend is um, it's probably the worst post you can make. It's got to be right up there. And um, yeah, like I said, I think I'm still in the middle of the screening process. I find myself numb sometimes. Um, I still probably cry about once a day, maybe now. It used to be all the time, but we're getting a little better. Um, I guess the hardest, one of the hardest part is coming home and her stuff is everywhere in the house. I mean, as it should be. She's like, like my kid. She's my best friend. We have been through basically everything together. I've heard people tell me that they've never seen me without her. They don't know me without her. And I feel like that's what I'm going through right now is figuring out who I am without my best friend. Granted, I'm super thankful I have my other dog, Raven, who's three. Um, she's she's uh, the reason I got her because I knew this time was coming. I said, whenever this day comes, I cannot have an empty house. I cannot come home and not go for a walk or feed a dog food or give treats or just the small things. It's um, So anybody who has a dog or a dog that's getting older, I highly recommend getting a younger dog. Um, it was really nice to see Coda have a younger sister. Um, and there's a little sense of, of normalcy here in the house, which is really nice. And going out for walks, getting some exercise and having a dog that loves you unconditionally, um, is, is a great thing. <clears throat> but yeah, like I said, my apologies for this not being the happiest, most upbeat, podcast you'll ever listen to is probably the most depressing um, sorry about that but I feel like this is something that might be therapeutic for me and I honestly hope this is relatable to other people and maybe it'll help you if you want to reach out to me and shoot me a message and how I'm doing or how I've coped with this or how you've coped with this and you can help me. Um, that would be honestly fantastic. I got CODA in 2005 after I graduated college. So just the timestamp this. I'm recording this on October 20th, 2020. Um, CODA was born 
May 24th, 2005. And um, I wanted a Husky since I was maybe three or four years old, and that's no exaggeration. I asked my parents for a Husky my whole life growing up, but my mom wasn't a big dog fan, so I was never allowed to get dogs and bring one into the house, especially one that shed so much. Um, but I graduated college and I told my mom, I said, listen, now that I got a job and I graduated, I'm going to get my own place so I can get a dog. And she said, okay, we'll talk about it. And that was the first time I had ever heard that in my whole life. I, I had been uh, basically threatened to be thrown out of the house if I brought home a dog. So to hear that, I was amazed. And, um, at the time I was working at the the newspaper back home in upstate New York and let's say about a month later I saw an ad in the paper for five husky puppies one of them being female with a mask and blue eyes and I said yep that's that's the one I want and uh I finally got the dog that I wanted for 20 years And that was the best decision I've ever made in my whole life. You know, I found myself talking out loud a little bit, hoping that she's listening. Um, yeah, she moved to Connecticut with me back in 2007. And in 2009, we moved down here to North Carolina together. And I apologize to her all the time for bringing her from the Northeast where it's nice and cold to a bit of the South where it definitely gets a little hot in the summer, but I got her air conditioning, that's for sure. Um, I never did anything in my life without considering her or how she'd feel. Um, It was really nice uh, recently when I've gotten a lot of messages saying that people have loved seeing my photos with her, all the trips we've taken, uh, all of our travels and adventures. I really made it a point to make memories. I didn't want to look back on my life and her life thinking, wow, I should have done this and I should have done that. Oh, it would have been really cool if I brought her here and get photos with her here and I just never, I never did it. It's like I... I couldn't live like that. I said, I've really got to bring her places. She's the best, you know, like she's the best dog, greatest companion, best travel buddy. You can bring her anywhere. And I, uh, and I made sure I did that. You know, people would have been reaching out saying, well, you, you treat your dogs better than anyone I could have imagined. And, and I do, um, I do, because they're like family. I wouldn't have it any other way. You know, if, if you find me on my own personal Instagram account, which is Ryan underscore M underscore McGuire, you'll just scroll and you'll see exactly what my dogs mean to me. And especially her. Um, 
So if anybody is dealing with this grieving process, whether it's a dog or a loved one, I'm right there with you. And I was telling a friend the other day, I said one of the hardest things about this whole thing is, you know, like when you have a breakup or a divorce or something, it's, it's extremely difficult. I've been through a few breakups, never been married, but I've been through terrible breakups. But at least there's low lights. There's things you can say, well, this wasn't great and this wasn't working well. Obviously, we were meant to be. But with Coda, we were meant to be. Um, every day was a highlight. And that's why a dog's love is unlike anything else. It's, it really is unconditional. And that, I believe, is where a lot of my guilt is coming from right now is is that I was the one who takes care of her and I know it's ridiculous she's 15 and a half she's lived a longer life than almost any dog you can ever imagine But there's a part inside me that feels like I let her down. That there's more I could have done or more I should have done. Even though I've had everybody, including the vet, tell me there was nothing I could have done. Um, she was anemic. Don't necessarily know why that happened, but we have some ideas and... It's hard to think about. But yeah, that's where the guilt is kind of coming from, is um, knowing that she was there for me every single day. I was there for her every day. And then I brought her to the vets. And I didn't bring her back home. So as much as everybody is telling me that I've done everything I've done, which I know I have, it's still very difficult to um, just kind of process. So I'm now fully aware of how guilt is a part of the grieving process. I am I'm going through that. I feel like I'm stuck in it. You know, I actually called the vet... Um, a week later and I said listen I need to talk we need to we just need to have a conversation because I need to be able to go to bed every night saying I did everything I could have done and what I did was the right decision and she said she told me she would tell me a thousand times over what everything that I did was right um yeah, I mean, I guess this is somewhat therapeutic and probably depressing for anybody listening to this. Um, but I feel like she honestly 
has earned her own podcast. I was certainly going to do an episode on them at some point. This is not the one I wanted to do. And uh, at some point, sooner than later, I'm going to start doing things to commemorate her. It's funny, having her for 15 and a half years, I had heard multiple times how she was the best dog that people have ever met. And I know everyone says it about their own dog, that they have the best dog. I get that. Um, I truly believe that I did. And the messages that I'm getting are proof in my mind that she really was the best. And sometimes some dogs just seem to be a little more than just a dog. They're closer to something else. That's honestly something I've felt and I've noticed for a long time. Uh, Coda was always something else to me. And uh, for anybody thinking of getting a dog, you can hear the pain in my voice. Obviously, this is part of owning a pet and letting yourself become so close to a dog and a best friend. But like I said, she's the best decision I've ever made in my life. So if getting a dog is something you're thinking about and you actually want to take care of your dog and um, you can, you want to put the time and effort into it, then I highly recommend it. I wouldn't trade anything for the last 15 and a half years. But... Uh, on a few podcasts ago, I had Dr. Brian Hare on. Uh, we talked about dogs. He's the dog guy. And you'll notice in that podcast, I asked him, has there been any research on to elongate a dog's life? Um, she is the reason I asked that question. I would do anything to get another week, year, month, years. You know, I guess it's one of those things where everyone says, you know, it's just so unfortunate that a dog doesn't live as long as we do. Um, it really is unfortunate. That was the closest thing to me in my life that brought me happiness every single day. And I posted uh, last week after she passed that my life hit the biggest roadblock that I could have imagined. And it did. Um, it's funny that I, I'm calling this podcast The Pursuit of Happiness because I'm going to keep pursuing it. I'm going to have to get through this. I will get through this. I'm just having a really difficult time right now. Um, I've actually had to cancel a couple podcast uh, episodes. They were obviously very understanding. 
I just didn't have it in me to be a host. Um, but I'm looking forward to getting those rescheduled and getting those back on the radar. Um, so yeah. I also would love to thank um, her old vet, Jenny Dyer. Uh, she sent me a text message. Uh, it was a day or two afterwards. Uh, I think she was her vet for about seven years before she ended up moving away. Um, she sent me uh, a message saying that she was the best husky that she's ever known in her life. And her and her family are going to make a donation in her name to the NC State University um, Veterinary School. And to me, that's just amazing and honestly she deserves it she deserves it and that's just honestly just that's just amazing and uh i think i'm going to do the same and uh yeah there really is nothing like a man's best friend as you could tell i'm a little bit scattered in this episode like I said, I didn't write anything down or didn't have an agenda with this, so I know I'm hopping all over the place. Um, but like I said, I really wanted to do an episode about this. My emotions are very raw right now. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I she deserves this episode. For anybody who has gone through this, they know exactly how I feel and, and why. I feel this way. For anybody who doesn't and they have a dog, please make memories. You know, have fun. Do the fun things. You'll never, ever regret that. Go places. Get pictures. I really wanted to take a trip this fall with the dogs. Um, if Coda was doing well, I was going to take a trip. In the last year, I brought them to Asheville which was so fun um, bringing my dogs to the breweries and then the next morning we went to the Biltmore and walked all along the the Biltmore gardens the acres and acres of gardens and that was just so fun and then we ended up taking them to the beach in the fall that was so cool it was a nice cool weekend at the beach walked on the sand just got out of town and then my favorite trip with them was back in march uh before covid hit uh, i scheduled a few days in savannah um so if you do want to go to my instagram those pictures are on that that was beyond fun we did a um a haunted tour of the city of savannah around midnight i was walking the dogs and with my group and everyone loved having them in the group and, um, yeah, we kind of, we went to the Bonaventure Cemetery, we went to the breweries, I took one of the worms low where the trees are, that's one of my favorite photos, and I tell you what, I don't regret a single moment that I brought my dogs there and made those memories with them. So whether you have a dog or a pet, um, or even kids, just do it. You really don't know 
how long you got. And I'd be feeling a hell of a lot worse here now if I had regret. Like I said, I'm dealing with guilt, and that's something I'm going to have to get through. But I don't have regret as far as like the trips we took, the adventures, the photos, the memories. I mean, geez, anybody who's a dog owner probably knows their camera roll on their phone is probably 80%, 90% of their animals, which is definitely the case with me. I just try not to post a lot of them because people probably get tired of it. But, um, but yeah, I would say this episode has been somewhat therapeutic and talking with friends and family um, has definitely been therapeutic. So anybody going through a rough time, anybody grieving, it has helped me immensely to talk about it and not just bottle it up. I have a feeling that I would have done that maybe 10 years ago or so. would have just kept it to myself and dealt with it. and That probably wouldn't have turned out so well. Um, but it is really nice. If you can find someone or some people to lean on when you're having a hard time, especially like this, it makes a world of difference. And just talk about it. Um, you know, I'm fortunate if anyone's still listening to this by now and people are probably turning this off saying they don't want to be sad today um and that's fine i get it but i just wanted to do an episode with raw emotion to be vulnerable you know for anybody who listens to my podcast um this is who i am you know like i want to be relatable to my audience I want to be relatable to the people who listen to me and just creating an episode and talking about how I'm hurting how I'm feeling how I feel guilty trying to be vulnerable and the love the love I had for her and that's as real and honest and authentic as I can possibly get I'm not hitting stop on this I'm not editing this podcast I'm not going to try to make it sound good it is what it is. She was my everything for 15 years. She was everything I wanted in the dog and way more. I had no idea. When I wanted a dog, I had no idea. I'd get the best one. And had become so attached. But I hope at some point in the future that I'll be doing an episode celebrating her. I'll be okay talking about the past tense, um, which I'm not. Um, and like I said, I'm going to try to get Holly on again or, or somebody to talk about grieving, the grieving process. And, you know, the older we, go, the older we get, we're gonna, the more we're going to experience this in life um like i said fortunately i've been pretty lucky not having to say goodbye to too many people but you know some grandparents and an uncle of mine but i know a lot of people have it much much worse one thing in the back of my mind is just like you can take anything you want just don't take her so, 
I guess on that note, I'll probably uh, wrap this up. It's been, um, it's been therapeutic putting this out there. If you're still listening, thank you. Um, I am definitely hurting, and you can obviously tell. And I promise to not be so down and depressed when I do my next episode. I'll 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 be happier. I'll be in a better place. Um, I have some really great guests uh, coming up that I'm really excited to have. But for the people who have reached out to me, who have um, you know shared their condolences and share their memories with Coda, um, I appreciate it more than you can imagine. So thank you very much. And uh, I guess, yeah, that'll do it for this episode of The Pursuit of Happiness. You can follow me at The Pursuit of Happiness Podcast on Instagram. I've actually posted a couple photos of Coda. So if you want to see what she looks like, she's honestly the most beautiful dog you'll ever see. <laughs> and I know, like I said, I'm sure everybody says that about their dog. I'm being serious. Like, people... People used to pull over their cars just to see who she was and ask me who their breeder was. and uh, That's my girl. That's my girl, Coda. A Siberian Husky. Just, like I said, the best thing that ever happened to me. So, yeah, follow me on Instagram. I'll post more things about her. And, uh, like I said, future episodes will be a little more upbeat. And I look forward to doing those. So, all right. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day.